You're listening to the 123 Show with me, Noreen Mayer, this Wednesday afternoon. Let's turn to our first topic and guest of today. Now, we're talking about healing and growth. It's no surprise that life can be painful and sometimes the pain and the stress can overwhelm us from being our best selves, which is why healing from emotional pain is so important and powerful. Our guest of today, Michelle Harris, is a healer and an empowerment and soul mentor who has developed a set of tools and techniques to help people who are struggling and want to be empowered. Welcome on the program, Michelle. It's great to speak to you this afternoon. How are you doing? Thank you. Great. Thank you. It's wonderful to be back again. Thank you. It's great to see you. Um, I should also mention that, you know, if our listeners are going through something more specific, such as a mood disorder or depression, then it's definitely important to talk to someone uh, you trust and also to mm-hmm. seek a, a, a medical, a trained medical professional help um, as well. So, mm-hmm. M- Michelle, let's before we talk about the tools and the techniques that you've learned along the way, uh, perhaps you can share with our listeners your journey. Um, uh, what have you gone mm-hmm. through uh, from sort of being being powerless to to empowerment well i've been through a lot <laughs> a great deal um my journey started many many years ago and I, I think the key turning point was actually when i came to hong kong i'm from england originally and i came to hong kong in 1996 which was supposed to be the start of my travels around the world you know i was in my 20s i wanted to do my backpacking came to Hong Kong with the intention of saving loads of money to travel. So that was the intention. But it seemed that life had a different journey for me. And that journey was to myself, basically. And what I found happened was that all the pain of the past, everything that I'd grown up with, I, I'd had various childhood trauma and, and uh, various things that happened. And it's like it all caught up with me. and. I had nowhere else to go. In fact, I felt very, very trapped because, you know, I came to Hong Kong with the intention of saving money so I could travel, so I could have the funds to travel. And then suddenly I found that I actually found it really hard being in Hong Kong. I had all this emotion and stirring up inside of me and it's like I couldn't go anywhere. So in a way, at the time, it felt awful. I mean, I was in a, I was very depressed. I was mentally emotionally you know unwell um my self-punishment patterns which had started earlier particularly a food disorder i had in my teens and drinking as well they were exacerbated they exaggerated because i i couldn't feel any sense of power or empowerment in my life i felt out of control everything was out of my control basically and I couldn't do anything. The only thing really left for me to do was to look at myself. So through this pain, through this trauma, I was faced with me and had to go deeper. And through various kind of wonderful synchronicities with people in Hong Kong that I met along the way, as life sometimes does this to you, it present, even though you have pain, you have also serendipitous opportunities people come into your life. I um, met a healer and for the first time in so many years it was like someone was listening to me and someone understood me and I started to then open up I started to confront me with the support of her and um, and some other people as well but I basically started to examine me and I started to, to unravel the feelings that I had found myself in unravel the pain um, look at the trauma 
deal with it, basically. And then I started to realize that I didn't have to be powerless to these situations of the past or my mindset or my or my emotions or anything like that. In fact, I could take charge of my life. I could be the master of my life. And that's basically what I did. So I learned various different tools through my own journey, through, you know, through, through some people people have shared with me. First of all, I also started to create my own healing system and tools, which is obviously now where I, what I share uh, with others. Um, so it's been pretty intense, I have to say. It's not easy to sometimes when presented with with trauma and the pain that you know you have from your childhood and then to be confronted mm-hmm. uh, with it later on in life um, and to then roll your mm-hmm. sleeves up to, to confront it. Um, was there a defining moment where, or was it just because everything sort of went out of your control? So, or was there a defining moment, or did it sort of, um, it was lead up to it? There was a defining moment because I actually, um, it was actually a year after being in Hong Kong. So it was, I arrived in '96. It's '97, and I, I basically just had just had just enough money to get a one-way ticket to Sydney. Because in my mind, I wanted to go. I just wanted to get out of Hong Kong. I wanted to continue. I wanted to just go. And in fact, through that, through getting that ticket, I actually saw this vision, the vision being that I actually saw myself probably dying very soon. And that was a big, that was huge. It was like I, I got to the point in my life where I actually really didn't care anymore. Such was the pain inside of me. And um, in fact, through various situations, I um, ended up meeting my now husband who came into my life. Amazing. Um, And not only that, through a work colleague who introduced me to a healer that then started to help me to see that I, I didn't need to be in this space. I didn't need to be in this way. And so I think really it was just getting the low of the low for me, the really lowest point in my life when you just give up hope. You know, it's that that sense of hopelessness and power, real deep house, you just, there's no way out. Um, and that was the change. So it's kind of like my soul in a way. I see that now at the time I didn't. It's like my soul needed me in a way, strangely. I know it sounds weird, but it's almost like I needed to get to rock bottom to it in order to come back up again and that was my kind of digging really deep within and then drawing upon my inner resources to have that fuel and motivation to move forward yeah it's so palpable even the way you're describing it it's almost you know we, we feel that um and, and as i say you know what when you hit rock bottom the only way is up but for some people sadly yeah. they stay um, for a while and, and, and they wallow, Absolutely. which is so important to sort of really find tools and techniques to be able to come back up because life on yeah. the other side can be great. And, you know, if you find the resources <laughs> and the people who love and care about you and everybody has someone to really care and, 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 and mm. love them. And it just made me think, you know, you, you said it was when you mm. came to Hong Kong and Hong Kong can do that. Any major cities, I suppose, can do that, you know, where it's so crowded, where it's so busy, you're surrounded by people. Mm you can still feel incredibly lonely um, without the support of your original um, network. Um, And I'm sure COVID has exacerbated that for many people where um, if they come from elsewhere, um, 
not having the extended family or just not having their regular support mm-hmm. network, whether they're on secondment. Um, so let's talk about ways that you, you, you turned your life around. You said you met a healer. Um, what was sort of implemented and what were sort of the things that you, you had to do? Well, through this healer, she gave me a sense of hope, which was needed in my life. And I started to shift my energetic vibration, bearing in mind I was in a very negative, kind of down, depressed space through the healing process that she used Reiki on me at the time. Um, I start, my energy started to shift. I started to feel lighter. I started to feel brighter. At the same time, I was doing my own work um, on myself, which was meditation. I'd sit daily in meditation. Um, I started to write so much books. I had like journals coming out of my, I mean, so many journals. I'd write all my feelings down, all the things I'd been suppressing for so many years basically came out in my journaling. And it was my way of just catharting, you know, just releasing everything that was I was holding inside of me. I started to examine my beliefs. I basically realized that I was holding a belief, which was I am powerless. Well, of course, that's what I was creating. I had the belief. That's what I created in my life. I had the belief I wasn't good enough. And of course, the universe seemed to show me to reinforce those beliefs. So I looked at these beliefs, these deeper core beliefs. I'm not worthy. I'm powerless. I'm not loved. I'm not lovable. You know, love is painful. All these life is insecure. I'm, you know, I'm a... Uh, Those kind of ideas that I had inside of me that I developed over and through my experiences. And I really looked at them and said, do I really want these now? And I knew that the only way forward was for me to take charge, to make the, make the decision that I'm the only one who can change it. So the healing started with me. So making that decision to change, looking at the emotions, feeling the fears, um, connecting more to another part of me. So I started to understand that I wasn't just my mind or emotions. I was something else too. I had a soul. I had a spirit. I had something outside of me. You know, I'm not, I'm not a religious person or anything like that, but, you know, I started to experience some amazing kind of otherworldly things, you know, to the point where, you know, and this is how I started healing myself more fully because, I was on the ferry one day, I live on one of the islands, and um, suddenly from nowhere, it seemed this healing energy is pouring through me from nowhere. I didn't do anything, it just suddenly came through me. And, you know, all I wanted to do at the time was go and put my hands on people, but I I didn't want to do that because I'd probably be arrested, right? So I couldn't do that. (laughs) So I put the hands on myself, all right? my hands on myself and I really couldn't move my hands for a a good what maybe seven minutes it just was stuck there and they were so hot it was the heat of the healing energy and this energy just poured through me and in that moment again I knew that my path was to share what I know and to heal and to help other people and so that began even more that exploration into myself and and me as a healer and I I signed up and did a couple of healing courses, and it's like I knew already. I, the teacher would say to me, have you done this before? No. It's like, well, you thought you already knew it, knew it. And it was like, yeah, I could feel it inside of me. It was your calling. And, and it was my call. Yeah. Exactly. So what came from that pain and exploration was my calling and my purpose. And now, of course, this is, this is how I, I, I share with others. And so 
I developed that and I started also to channel healing symbols, which then created a healing system that I also now use with people. So again, that's another tool. Um, so a combination of different tools, really, to help people to feel happier, basically, in themselves and in their lives. Good for you, Michelle. Um, you know, it, it's not easy to go through pain and trauma and to come out the other side and to want to mm. use that uh, knowledge to, to help other people. And I have to say, you know, every time I, I see you online or I follow your work, you've always got this sort of bright energy uh, uh, around mm. you. I suppose that's the other side of the coin, you know, having that depth of pain and negative emotion. You've sort of filled it with positive and, and bright energy. So it's a, a testament to, to that. I suppose for some other people that I've met, they, they don't really have any energy. You know, it's almost like they block it. There's, there's not so much happiness, but there's also not so much sadness. But then for, for some people, there is, you know, with a great deal of um, negative emotions, there's always room for the positive um, energy as well. But even those people who uh, I would say that's called numbness, it's like a numbing of themselves. And they're kind of not either either way. And, and that is also part of what I experienced as well as part of that, that numbness was the suppression of my truer feeling. So I wasn't feeling that vibrancy of living. I wasn't feeling the vibrancy of myself, you know, and in fact, I didn't know myself. I had it's like I had no identity and I had to, you know, go on this journey of self-discovery to unravel me and find my truth, find who I was, find what I'm good at, find, you know, what makes me tick in the world and what matters to me. And so even those people who find themselves at that point, you know, I would say that there is still that hope and opportunity for them to kind of go deeper if they choose, of course, it's their choice, if they want to feel that kind of joy in life and fulfillment. Yeah. You mentioned just now, you know, sometimes there are these sort of voices that say, you know, you're not good enough or you're not worthy or not worthy of love. I think we all go through life with that voice. Um, mm -hmm. But fortunately, for, for some of us also have another counter voice. So while whilst one voice says, oh, you can't do it, another voice will say, you can do it, give it a good shot. And um, but for mm -hmm. some, it, that voice kind of gets drowned out, um, which is why I know you've developed yes. a life empowerment program. Um, it's online mm. now as well, which is so s perfect for, for, for times like these. Yeah. Uh, tell us a little bit more about your life empowerment program. What is it about? So the life empowerment program is a six week or six session online. Is a, an opening to that empowered self. So I've been I've been working with people for many years internationally, as you know, and um, particularly my mentorship program, which is a 12 session program. So what I did was rather than do that, I, I kind of took the the key aspects of that program to put it in a six week online program to really start to, to for people to open up. And it's basically um, it's not live or anything like that, which gives it flexibility so people can do it in their own time at their own pace, because I know a lot of. A lot of people are busy with work, especially in Hong Kong. Having time to ourselves can be, you know, quite stretched at times. Um, but you receive each week from me um, a set of uh, like some teachings, some uh, an introduction with a video. There's also a healing, a guided meditation and healing technique that I take you through. That's all. It's all audio. Um, there's also, um, within that, I'm offering a free mini session with me as well to, to kind of keep you on track. So that that's a more one on one uh, session. Um, it's really about opening up 
you to that empower space by looking at the mind, looking at the fears, looking at the emotions, uh, releasing anything that no longer serves you. It's about connecting to your soul on a deeper level. So you start to begin to feel that inner peace and that inner fulfillment. And at the same time, that opens you up to your own purpose, your own passion in life, your own you know, life on how you see you want it to go forward. Um, there's quite a lot of depth in it. So it's kind of multi-leveled within it, but it's, it's very structured. It's very guided, very supported. You're, I'm there 100% helping you on the journey. Um, and that's pretty much it in a nutshell. And before I forget to say this, I'm offering all of your listeners a 15% discount on the price because it's starting soon. So just to put that out there for your listeners, if they're listening to this um, today, then I'm offering them uh, a discount. So it's my gift to you as well today. (laughs) (laughs) Michelle, um, you know, a lot of times people want to work through their emotions, but they also block it because sometimes feeling it is too painful. Do you ever have clients who come to you who are sort of in that crossroad where they want to take that leap, but also something is holding them back? How do you sort of coach them and and coax them out of it? Because it's not easy. I feel like it's a bit of an abyss once you dive into it. It might be like a Pandora's box. Yes, it it can absolutely be that, that way. My work is very intuitive, so it's very much geared to the person that's sitting in front of me. So I will look at obviously the the whole situation, um, where they've come from, what is the actual trauma, the pain and the situation they're dealing with and work also with their kind of soul, their, their deeper self to start to unravel the journey for them. So the idea is to really start by accepting, I would say, the feelings, because a lot a lot of the pain and trauma people feel is that denial, right? That they're denying it's even existing. So the fact that they're there turning up in the session is showing me, okay, well, they're willing to start to heal, which is halfway there. So because they have that willingness, I, I start to guide them to start to kind of get in touch with what the true feelings are. So this is kind of like going inward into the South to see what they are realizing that they are in a very safe space that I'm there to, to hold you know, to support them and that we won't do anything that's not going to cause them to feel too scared or off balance so everything is very nurturing it's very gentle it's very much in their own time and space and to the level where they can kind of cope with the changes that are occurring so it's very difficult for me to say what I would do because it really does depend on the, on the person. But I would start with that. We start with starting to accept and work with the feelings that you're feeling and to start to realize that we can shift those feelings and shift you into a different feeling and into a different mindset by being aware of what you're feeling and what you're thinking first. Yes. So that would be the starting point. I can already tell you're such a calming and nurturing. You've got a nurturing nature already. I feel much more relaxed and calm already in the course of of this interview. Um, You mentioned an excellent point about this denial. And I wonder if it's because we've been sort of conditioned, um, I mean, maybe culturally, but I don't think it's just specifically um, a, a cultural thing. I suppose, you know, when we were little, if we feel sad, parents or caregivers will, will often say, oh, don't feel sad or don't feel angry. Mm. And it's a lot of, and I suppose it starts from then, you know, don't feel something or, or is, is it sort of conditioned from, from early childhood, not blaming the parents out there, but sort it, of. It, it so is. It very much is. It, 
It is absolutely that. And of course, parents have their best interests at heart. So they, they don't want their child to feel the pain because they're feeling the pain for them, right? <laughs> so that's it, that's how it works. Um, but, you know, to encourage your child to feel by holding the space and saying, you know, well, I can understand. I'm like, it seems to me you're feeling a little bit sad right now. Is that right? And so you're validating your child's feelings and holding that space for them to say you're, it's safe. It's safe to explore this now. It's safe to go into that and not be afraid of your feelings. This is the thing I found that a lot of people are afraid of their feelings because it's like alien to them. They don't really know what, what it means. You know, if they felt the feelings, the, the, the danger in their mind is that they'll be overwhelmed by it and they will not be able to cope, that they will they will some, somehow be worse off. But I mean, that's how that was my journey. I, that's what I did. You know, it was easier just to put on a brave face and just carry on and project into other things and help other people and do you know because i've always been that kind of caring person and to the expense of myself in the sense that you know i deny my me but by confronting and and teaching your child to confront to accept and realizing they're not scary but going through them actually liberates you absolutely um, and having faith in that process and courage to do so i think is also important yeah finally michelle b- before i let you go what what sorts of emotions mm-hmm. do people sort of come to you with uh, sort of a painful past are, are they grieving what sorts of uh, emotions do you work through you know it, it i have such a mixture of different <laughs> because I've been through so much myself, so I, I kind of empathise with all of it, you know, from grief, losing my parents um, at a younger age as well, to um, the grief of loss of one's sense of identity as well, the grief of a relationship, the grief of uh, and sadness of a transition in life, moving from one, one stage to another. It could also be an emotional, uh, like deeper anger or fear or frustration. It could be um, people who really want to connect to their soul and their intuition to really open up to more of their purpose in life, um, who really wanting a sense of fulfillment. Um, confidence as well, people who've, who are lacking confidence and want to develop that that's themselves personally. Could be relationship difficulties, um, inner child trauma. Yeah, so many different aspects, really. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Michelle, I'd love to invite you back. Um, one question that came to mind, which we don't have time for, but it's maybe a topic for, for yeah. another time. It's just sort of, you know, being such an empathetic person, how do you sort of not absorb other people's um, energies? But let's save that one for, for another time. Um, remind our listeners once again, how can we find out more about you and right. your work? Have you got a website and a Facebook page, social media? How can we find you? Yes, it's simply Michelle Harris International. So www.michelleharrisinternational.com and my Facebook is Michelle Harris International and also Instagram too. So yeah, please do reach out. Um, you know, I hope today has given, if anything has given a sense of hope and inspiration to people, um, because I know that's what people are needing right now. A lot of people are struggling. I know that. Um, so I hope, I hope it helps them. Michelle, thank you so much for your sharing, uh, sharing your journey and an incredible journey that's taken you on the road of healing yourself and now healing others. Thank you so much for your time this afternoon. And that's Michelle Harris thank of you. Michelle Harris International. Thank you very much indeed. Thanks, Marie.